0: Welcome to Presence Church Sermon of the Week. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit PresenceOC.org. What I wanted to talk about today is I I just felt like what a great opportunity to to, to honor what God's doing in our young people. And some of these like stories can be kind of like, wow! And Grant, I'll I'll, I'll be real, we probably attract a lot of people that already really like this stuff. Um, and so I, I, I get that. But I, I felt like I, I want to take a little bit of opportunity to do two things. One, encourage us and, 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 and sharpen us. But I also want to take a little time to communicate um, an aspect of our core values. And that we've kind of been doing that for the past six months. By the way, I think Tuesday was uh, on the 6th was our six-month anniversary so it's been a lot of fun. Um, just, yeah, we're just excited what God's doing. Um, and so I, I, I just, I want to, we only, I always want to be keep communicating what we're about. And because as you come and you, you, you date our, you date the, I say come for five or six weeks and date the church. Come three or four times and see if it's something that you feel like this really is for me. One time, you know, you don't really know someone, you know someone after the first date. Go a couple times and, you know, I kind of like the way she holds my hand or whatever. But like five or six, then you know like this isn't gonna work out. Or <laughs> let's do it. Like we're we're getting married. Um, I remember the first time I, I I actually had a one-on-one conversation with Jessica, and I it was the first time I we did our own like we didn't we didn't have groups around. And I'm sorry, it was the second time, and I said, hey, do you like me as much as I like you? Because if you don't, we probably shouldn't call each other so much and text each other so much. Because um, I could feel my heart just getting given away to this girl. And, uh, and I said, so if you don't, really, if you don't feel the same way, we probably should like not be as involved." And a um, uh, little fact: I started texting because of Jessica. Um, I was like, I'll, "I'll do anything you want. I'll just, I'll text you back." Um, and she goes, she's paused for a minute. I'm like, "Say something!" <laughs> and she's like, "Yes, I like you too." And and so and so we're like, "Oh wow!" And then we just started, like, "My whole journal is about you. My journal is about you." And oh my goodness! And, and so, uh, and so, <laughs> so, so we, uh, we whatever. We went back to her house because I had some stuff that, that was there I had to grab, and and then we're like, so, so what? What are we? Are we? Are we courting? Are we dating? Are we going together? Are we boyfriend? Like we didn't know because we just it was. You know, I don't know to put call it. So then we did the side hug. All right, bye bye. <laughs> But you gotta date people. But it's funny, I left there and I called my mom, because I love my mom, and, uh, and I said, Mom, Mom, she said, she, she like, I got a girlfriend now. She said yes. I think I'm gonna marry her. And, I, and, I, and she's like, oh, okay. And I think the next week I told Jessica, like I think we're gonna get married. She goes, oh, <laughs> okay. And I'm saying, but you, you don't have to believe that yet. Like, I, I'm, if this doesn't work out, it's fine. But I just, I really think, like, we're going to get married. Like, I don't know if that's the right thing to say. Um, <laughs> it's probably not, but, but whatever, it worked out. Yay, God. It's how it worked. Eight years later, yay, Jesus. So, <laughs> and I still want to text her, so yay, God. All right, so, so some I just say that, you know, it just, if this, if this feels like something you'd want to, like, keep coming back to and, and, you know, just keep dating it. And if it's not you, it's awesome. We've got a lot of great churches in the area. Um, and I'll, I'll hook you up with them. They're amazing. Um, so today I want to talk on, um, I want to talk about two things that I, I hear and I've heard. And that when I think about our community, our, our family here, what do I want us to do well? and I, There's this weird thing that somehow seems to divide bodies. This thing of like, well, we're in the Word, brother, or they, you know, they're in the Spirit. They don't really have the Word with them, and some, some communities will be all the Word, and they'll go line by line every, every Sunday, and, and we never talk about a manifestation of His power and His love outside of the Bible, other communities, maybe they only talk about God's manifestations, and we never open the Word. We never actually go through exegetical meaning line by line, and we don't get into the the Word, and we don't we don't just kind of sink our teeth into it and figure out what is this word? What's what's this? What's the Bible teaching us? What's it for? And so we can have we can have polar opposites. We can go to one extreme or the other extreme, and that's the beauty of God. He doesn't control us, right? He gives us choices, and and so. But I, I just. My heart, and it really what I've, I've really found is I, I don't know that we have to choose one or the other. Like God doesn't say, "Choose my man of, choose my holy Spirit," or "choose my word." Like he, Thank goodness He doesn't do that. That would be awkward and weird, right? Like I don't know how I'd choose, and, and we'd be really divided then. But really, He just says, "Seek me." He says, "Seek first the kingdom, and all things will be added unto you." So our heart really is to do both really well. I don't want to ignore a move of the Spirit because I'm afraid of, uh, of um, it getting out of hand, right? I don't know what that, I don't know what that means, but that's, that's usually the fear of saying no to the gifts of the Spirit, no to manifestations of God in the room, you know, um, no to letting our young people prophesy over, over waiters, yeah. right? By the way, nobody told them they could or couldn't do that. They just saw it done, and they said, that looks like God, and that looks like fun. I want to try. So, if you're waiting for someone to give you permission to do what's in the Bible, this is it. You have permission. Um, The permission's in here, too, but I'll just, I'll just, I'll I'll do that. Um, Like I said, Jesus gave the disciples permission, freely you've received now, freely give. Now, the funny thing is that the, the disciples didn't even have the Bible. So it's not like they received the word about the Bible. They actually received the ministry of reconciliation, the power from being around Jesus, from knowing what he's like. And they just gave it away. And miracles, signs, and wonders, love happened everywhere they went. Um, and so, that we, we just, I don't, and I also don't want to be afraid of spending a lot of time in this amazing book. I just, when I, I just love my Bible. Um, and I, I, don't want, I, don't want to, I don't want to lessen the impact of, of reading the scriptures and getting it in you and letting it transform you. And so I, I, I just want to highlight a couple of aspects of that. I hope I don't want to take a long time, um, which is difficult for me, because um, if you don't know me, I, I tend to communicate a lot and I talk a lot. Um, but I want to talk about a couple things, two things. I want to talk about honoring the word and uh, the scripture, and I want to talk about honoring moves of the spirit, and we'll get in a couple um, scriptures for this. So, I want to talk about first. Let's talk about. I want to talk about. Um, yeah, let's just get in Joshua one eight. So, if you can get there, if you have your Bible, if you have a, a, a app, that's awesome too. When I'm, when I'm reading the Word at home, I, I love just to look at the Bible because I love underlining it. I love to touch it. Um, when I first got this Bible, I, I found myself kissing it a lot. I don't know why. I just, it just felt really good just, just, to, just to love the Word. Um, when I first accepted Jesus back, I, I went to a young life camp at the end of high school and, and I accepted God in my life. And as some of you guys know, I pretty much just, God gave me a two year money back guarantee. Um, I said, I'll, 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 I think there's a God out there. Um, this nature and the mountains are too, too beautiful. Um, I'll give you two years. See what you can do with it. And uh, I don't know that I've ever offered that to anybody else. Um, but that's what, that's what he offered me. And I've, I've never actually looked back. But after that, I don't think I opened my Bible for two years after that. Not, that there's no coincidence there. I just, maybe two or three years. So, and... and um, and I just, I just never had this hunger. I didn't know what the word was. I didn't, I didn't. I had zero relationship with the Holy Spirit, none at all. Um, and so let's, and so if you're like, oh, this isn't a condemning message of like, get in your Bible. How come you're not reading your Bible? You're only reading it for twenty minutes. You should be reading it for thirty. I was like, no, that's 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 just trash. Like that's not that's not God. Um, but we're gonna get into it because I, I just I just love this topic. So Joshua 1.8. Um, this is a great memorization of scripture someone told me to do a while back. It says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate it, meditate on it. Everybody say meditate on it. Meditate on it. That just means get it in you. Say it again. Just speak it over yourself. Read it. Mem- like, get it in your heart. and You don't have to memorize it. If you want to, you can. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, say prosperous, prosperous. come on it 's in the Bible, and then you will have success. I like the prosperity gospel because the gospel's prosperous i don't I, I don't know what the um, the poverty gospel is, but I want nothing to do with it. Um, my Bible says that I can prosper if I have his word in me, um, and uh, that's what yours says too so there's the, there's this there's a command of get the word in you. Get the scriptures in you. By the way, the word is a man. His name's Jesus, John 1, 1, right? In the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was with God, and, and it goes on. And so if you're, if you're like, well, brother, I just, I like to be grounded in the word. Me too. I love Jesus. I'm grounded in Jesus. In fact, I'm on the rock, and the rock is Jesus. I've built my house on Jesus. I, I, I want to be grounded in the word too. And so we need to remember that when God gave us the word, he gave us the written word and he gave us the man. And so there's no, there's no tension. We talk in Christianity a lot about tensions and I understand what we're saying there's a tension between you gotta have the spirit and you gotta have the word. and I, I, I'm kind of joking a little bit because I don't believe heaven looks at it that way. I don't believe God is up there saying, there's a tension inside me. I hope they understand it. Now, the Bible, oftentimes, like, it, it's, like, it's like answer a fool according to his folly. And then it says in the next verse, don't answer a fool according to his folly. And so there's, there's things in the Bible that if you don't read it in context, if you don't read it with understanding, you're gonna be confused. Is there tension? I don't think there's tension in God. I don't think the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit are up there vying for for this tension and this space to be be heard, right? I don't think Jesus is is, is speaking louder than the Holy Spirit so that people we hear him more. I don't think the Father says, I hope they don't get too caught up in the Holy Spirit. (laughs) And And just like, I don't think the Holy Spirit says, I hope they don't just get caught up in Jesus. No, they're one. And we gotta remember that there's... Christianity isn't about like doctrinal beliefs. It's not about like whether I'm gonna, I'm gonna get grounded in this part and not in this part. The reality is some people naturally connect with the Father and some people naturally connect with the Holy Spirit or Jesus. Do you ever find yourself praying to Jesus more than you do the Holy Spirit or the Father? It's, it, it's just part of how we grow. Some people feel more connected to something because they're like, well, I'm, Father scare me right, or, or fathers make me feel safe, and so I'm more, and so there's different aspects that God reveals to us as we grow, and so if you're, if you're really feeling stoked about the Holy Spirit manifestations, awesome. Next season, you might feel a pull towards Jesus, and, and what he did, and what that bodies. and so I want you to, I want to, I want to create a hunger. My heart for our body and for everybody that I know that I'm discipling or I'm just hanging out with, that we would have a hunger for, the, for, for Scripture. And it's like, Scripture is alive, right? It's alive. How many of you guys have ever read a, a passage and just, you had to stop and just been like, oh man? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Have you ever had that? How many of you guys have ever read a Scripture? And it was just like, it's like flat. It's like, meh. Raise your hand. Right? You're like, this is so boring. I'm actually falling asleep right now. Could I be, maybe there's something I could do that's actually productive. Have you ever thought that? I've thought that. Oh, Jesus. Help me. And, uh, but it's like, you know, here's, here's the deal, guys. If you want a key to scripture coming alive in you, read it with the Holy Spirit. Read it with the Holy Spirit. You know, in, I believe, where is it? It's, I want to jump here. I wasn't going to right away, but I want to read this. So, um, before I tell you, make sure it's the right one. Oh, I didn't save that spot. Well, 1 Thessalonians 1, 5. I'm going to go there. 1 1 Thessalonians 1. 1 through 5, I believe that's it. And, and. See, the reality is, if you're reading the scriptures without a relationship with the one that wrote it, it's probably going to be boring, but maybe worse yet, you're going like, to read it through the wrong lens. Listen, if you're reading scripture and you're discouraged, you, you're reading it through the wrong lens. If you're reading scripture and you're like, this doesn't feel, I'm not... I'm not feeling encouraged by this, it's probably because you have this idea of what God's like that's not true. The whole Bible, start to finish, is a story of hope. But if you don't understand that God is good all the time, you're going to read it saying, oh, that was that, that season of God where he was not so good, and I can see why. And, but if you read the Scriptures with the Holy Spirit, he starts to, he, it starts to come alive to you. And that's what happens when you read it, and you're just like, stop. Oh, my gosh, that... That's enough. I'm good. Close the book, drop the mic. That was good for me. Like I'm I'm good for the day. And 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 that's a that's an that's a fruit that you've got the Holy Spirit reading with you. That you got that you got God reading his own word with you. And that's what we're after. That's what we're after. All right. 1 Thessalonians 1. Um No, that's not it. Darn it. I'm sorry. Here we go, John 16, 12, that's what I want, I was right, John 16, 12, I'll let you get there. Um, see, when the, whole, the Bible actually says that the Holy Spirit's job is to teach us what the Father's like, it's supposed to teach us what the Son is like, and so just, let's just read the scripture, John 16, 12 through 15, and it says, I have many more things to say, I'll just read the whole Verse. But now I am going to him who sent me, and none of you asks me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. But I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. For I do not go away. The helper if, if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you, and he will come and, and when he comes, he, can, he will convict the world concerning sin. No, he doesn't say Christians, doesn't say you. He says he convicts the world of sin and righteousness and judgment concerning sin because they do not believe in me. And concerning righteousness because I go to the Father and you no longer see me. I love that. He says that the Holy Spirit's going to convict you of righteousness because that's our identity. And concerning judgment because the ruler of the world has been judged. So he convicts judgment on the ruler of the world. I love that. Now verse 12 I have many more things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you, say guide you. He will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own initiative, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will disclose to you what is to come. He will glorify me, for he will take of mine and will disclose it to you. This is good news. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I, I said that he. Therefore, I said that he takes of mine and will disclose it to you. So, when you're reading His Word, if you're reading without the Holy Spirit, you're missing out. And honestly, sometimes you'll read the Holy Spirit and you still might feel like, "Man, I don't know why that is." But He's God; He can do what He wants. He's always with you, though. So some of you guys might say, well, how do I read the Bible with the Holy Spirit? That sounds really spiritual and complicated. And I don't know that if I'm where those kids are at on stage. like, here, this is easy. The whole whole gospel is easy. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to get it. So literally the reality here is if you want to read the scripture with the Holy Spirit, just before you do that, just say, Father, I thank you that your spirit is in me. Don't ask him to come into you. He's already there. It would be weird if you asked him. You can ask him. I get the point. But I'd rather just operate from truth that he's in me. So, Father, I thank you that you're in me. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're active and living, that your goal is for, to teach me. Your goal is to show me and reveal what the Father, what Jesus, what the kingdom is like. And so, we, so just do that simple thing. And then dive in. And I promise you, your, your spirit man, that your, your mind will be, will be spring-loaded to get it. It'll, it'll be spring-loaded to receive it. Versus, God, I hope, Holy Spirit, I hope you're going to show up and teach me about the word. I hope you're not busy. I hope, I hope you don't have another engagement. I hope, I hope you're not hanging out with Paris and you can't hang out with me. No, we, I thank you, Father. I know it's true, and you're gonna lead me to some awesome truth. And so I wanna encourage you guys, it's not complicated. It's not, a, it's not an hour long message of how to read your Bible. Just do it, but do it with them. Because this is not about a religion. It's not about, it's not about filling your head with knowledge. You know, I don't, I don't read scripture. <laughs> I don't study the word so that I feel smarter. I don't study the Word so that I feel like you think I'm going to be smart and I can, te- I can lead something. Like, I don't study Scripture for that. I study it so that when I talk, it just naturally comes out. I study the Scriptures so that when I'm in the midst of a trial, I have an answer. I study the Scriptures so when somebody asks me about demons, I can say, oh yeah, I know a little about that. I say that only because I recently got asked about demons. But... But, but when somebody asks you about how do I become a Christian, I don't have Roman's road memorized, I have the love of the Father memorized. And I have it in me, so I can start talking about how good he is. And I may not be able to memorize much scriptures, because it's really difficult for me. But if you hang out with me long enough, you're gonna hear it come out. And when I, when I hear people like a guy named Dan Moeller, one of my heroes. I see, what, I see how he preaches without the word in front of him. He just, just rattles off scripture. And I'm like, I'm like Father, I want that. I want, I want that. I want it to be in me. I want it to be so in me that it just, it flows out of me. I want people to accuse me of being a Bible thumper. Like, I want to be accused of that. I'm like, yes, I've arrived. <laughs> <laughs> And you know reality is, I don't want us to, I don't want us to, some people say, well, I want, I want to study my word so that I can give people a reason for not or for believing in Jesus. I want to be able to, when when someone from a different faith says that there's the right way, I want to have scripture to 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 combat that. I want to have an argument. And you know, I feel like I feel like we're not supposed to, we're not supposed to read scripture to have a defense against arguments. I'd rather know scripture so that I can, I can get around those arguments. I don't want to get involved in arguments. I want to be like, oh, you know what? That, that argument's really not important. Here's, let me just tell you, let me just tell you about the love of Jesus, because I've memorized that. Let me just tell you what God's like. I can't, honestly, I can't really speak to what you just said there, but let me tell you about what I know about him. And, and so I don't, we don't, we don't we, I mean, you can. If that's what you feel called to apologetics and, and arguing with people, there's some really smart people that just kill that. But it's not what you have to be like studying for. You don't have to be thinking about that. Just get it in you and God will lead and guide you. Um, yeah, I, I think that's, I'm going to hit on this just a little bit. I think our community understands this a lot, so I'm not going to go too deep into it. But there's this other aspect of God. It's not a different, it's not tension like I said, but it's an aspect that he has revealed who he is through his signs and wonders. Paul even says, I don't come with lofty arguments, but I come with miracles, signs and wonders. Jesus literally preached in his own hometown. I won't get into it, but he literally, and and, and the people around him says, who is this man? How does he know these things? And how has he done the things? People literally were talking about who is this guy by what he did. And so we share testimonies, not because we want to be like, oh, we're so powerful. But we're revealing what the father is like. Wasn't that incredible that she didn't say, hey, I've got a scripture for you. John 16, 4, that that he hates this, 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 and he kills. She said, hey, the father knows you right he he knows what you're going through he knows and there's good news there's hope and so when we manifest the holy spirit when we when we operate in his in his deeds and what he's done right he says go therefore make disciples casting out demons heal the sick cleanse the lepers he's commanded us to go do the things that's in the bible listen if you just did if you just read the bible every day you would you, you wouldn't actually fulfill the full commission of who god is you wouldn't actually represent jesus very well but without his words, you also can't represent him well. But I want to encourage us to do both really well. I want, I want, I want us to be hungry for moves of the spirit. I want you to say, I want more joy. I want, I want laughter. I want, I want to be so full of joy that I just start laughing. I, I want to be so full of love that when I see someone in a cast, I can't help but be the answer. Uh, when I see a, a waiter depressed, I'm so, un, I'm so hungry to, be, to, to manifest Jesus that I just can't help but say, I have an answer for your depression. Let me pray for you. God's gonna show up and it's gonna change everything. So I just, I want us to be whole. I want us to represent Jesus well. And you can't do it with this and just this. You need both. And so I, yeah, I, I guess that's it. I want, us to, I want us to do that. And the funny thing is, there's, some of you guys have a really easy time operating in, in, in the Spirit and praying in the Spirit and manifesting that side of God. Some of us have a really easy time hanging out in the Word all day and just being like, whoa, how do you not love reading His Word? This is so good. And and you're like, well, I just can't get into it. I love God and I I see all these miracles, or I just love praying and I love worship, but I just can't get into His Word. And so sometimes we're just, we're either, we're a little heavy on one side just because of our personality, because of the upbringing, the community we've been in. And I want you to know there's good news that you're not stuck, you're not in a rut, you haven't been typecast by God. We all have the capacity to be fully in both, but it's also okay if you feel like God's got you in a season where you're mostly in the word. And it's okay if you feel like you're in a season where I just gotta learn about the move of the spirit. There's just, there's just something calling me to go deeper in this mystery of the Holy Spirit, right? Some of you guys, like we could raise hands, say, I'm, I feel that, or I feel that. But I also want you to know, like, the danger here is that we, we don't have a value for both. I'm not afraid of it, but I want to be aware of it. Because it's happened to me, it's happened to my friends, and there's a, it, it, there, I, I don't ever want us to go a season without reading the word. Don't, don't say, I'm just in a season where I don't read the word right now. That's dangerous. I want you to say, I'm in a season of diving into this, and I'm so thankful that that, that, that I still have his word in me. I'm still still reading. I have a value for it because the Bible commands us to. It it encourages us. At the same time, don't ever go a season without pursuing the things that scare you a little bit. It's really safe to read the word. It is. It's just no one's going to persecute you for reading your Bible, at least not around here. But it can be scary sometimes to go after and and, and put your toe in the water with a with a, a, class called evangelism with with miracles. Like that's scary. So here's what I want to do. I want to close with this. I want you to just put. I just want you to put your hand on your heart, and I want you to just think w- which side do you do you seem to lean in, which w- what what seems to be most most. What's easiest for you right now? Is it to spend lots of time in his word? Or is it it to spend lots of time just meditating on the Holy Spirit and praying for people? And maybe you're in a season where you're like, I wish I had one of those. I'm right in the middle. I just feel dry. I want to encourage you. We're talking about this because God wants to move. He's, He's speaking about this, which is why we're speaking about this. So Father... Father, I just pray for a grace right now to overcome dryness. Father, I pray right now, and I just declare there's people here right now that have, that are too busy with kids and, and real responsibilities, and I don't have time to read the word. And Father, I just release time and grace to find a solution there. God, you always have a solution. So, Father, I thank you that you're gonna show them, you're gonna make things available, you're gonna open space up for them because it's real. I get it. <laughs> But there's always time, whether it's five minutes or whether you're doing in the car. Father, whether you're listening to the word on audio in your car. Father, I just, I just release solutions to these, this time issue. And Father, Holy Spirit, I just ask on those of us that find it harder to dive into the, the Holy Spirit, the mystery, the... The part that just eludes us sometime. Holy Spirit, I pray you would just be on them right now even. Even right now, Holy Spirit, I pray you'd confirm. You'd confirm what they're asking for. I love what Lena said, Father, that, that, that if we ask, you're faithful. So good. And if we ask for a fish, that you're not going to give us a snake, God, that you're better than we think you are. And you just gotta believe he's that good that he's going to lead you in all truth. He's going to lead you. Yeah. Yeah, Father, I, I pray that this whole body, God, I pray that we would be walking epistles, God. I pray that we would be walking as like a megaphone that when we, when we open our mouths, God, when we open our mouths that people hear truth in love, they, they can feel your scriptures, they can feel your person, your, what your like. They can, they can feel the relationship we have with you because we've spent time with you and we've read about you. We've spent time in your word and with your spirit. Yeah. And if that's something you want in your life, just say yes and amen. Amen. Come on.